Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Felt well, like I was kind of yelling that introduction. I don't know why. That I don't know. Maybe are you? Do you have some sort of personal? Uh, some sort of personal goal to be more dynamic or more in your face. I'm just upset about super delegates. Oh, I can't I decide you. if I if I'm for them or I'm against them. <laughs> just how super are these delegates? <laughs> they don't seem that super to me. Yeah, it's just a bunch of ex governors of Wyoming. <laughs> I think they just call them the super delegates because they get their power from Earth's yellow sun. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, is that so? Mm-hmm. Are there different power rings that they might have? Super no, delegates? No, those are the those are the Delegate lanterns you're thinking of. Got it. There's Guy Gardner, the rogue delegate. That is very funny, just for the people at home. That was very clever of me. Guy Gardner, the rogue delegate? Yeah. has something to do with lanterns? (laughs) Yeah, there's Guy Gardner, the rogue lantern. He's the mean green lantern. Wait, there's a mean green lantern? He's like kind of an in-your-face jerk, kind of like you were in your intro. There's a whole family of green lanterns, right? Like there's a green lantern dog and shit? There's a green lantern dog. There's a a Hispanic lady lantern these days. There is? Jessica Cruz. Oh. Fan favorite. She sounds spicy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's racist. Oh, got it. Sorry. Give her credit, Jesse, because she got her power from a lantern ring from Earth 3. Okay. Which is where the, the um, you know what? Fuck, I want to punch myself in the dick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. <laughs> we, this is terrible. Should we introduce our guest? I think he's here from, he's visiting <laughs> from, from Earth, Earth 3. 3. <laughs> yeah. He's part of the crime syndicate. <laughs> Uh, he's a comic and uh, one of the hosts of the Sklarbro County podcast. He's a regular on Sklarbro Country as well. Uh, beloved podcaster. Mm-hmm. Beloved across this great nation. Mm-hmm. Daniel Van Kirk, how are you, sir? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'm great. What's your favorite alternate Earth? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. The one where uh, it, there's a Spider-Man that looks like the head's way too big for the body. Cool oh, man. like anime Spider-Man Earth? Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That it's cool that one of the Earths is a good Earth. It's cool that one of the Earths is more anime-ier. Yeah. Because it really proves the predictive power of anime. Didn't they do like a Spider-Verse recently where it was like all the Spider-Men from all the oh, different Oh, boy, dimensions? howdy. I read that Spider-Verse. It was great. Yeah, all I heard it was all phenomenal the Spider-Men and like weird. were there. Girl Spider-Man, Japanese Spider-Man, uh, Indian Spider-Man. Everybody's coming together to fight some Victorian bad guys who suck your powers out. Like vampires. Yeah. Indian Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. Indian Spider-Man is one of the most popular alternate Spider-Men. I didn't even know there were alternate... I knew that there was an alternate Spider-Man that everyone wanted Don Glover to be. There's... There's so many yeah. alternate Spider-Man. There's more alternate Spider-Men than there are Remember alternate there lanterns. To, there used to just be three? Yeah. Spider-Man? Those were the spectacular days. Spectacular Spider-Man? <laughs> amazing Spider-Man. Sure. And that was it. And they were all white. And men! <laughs> I know about... I know Thank about... Thank you very much. <laughs> black, Simpler times. I know about black and white spacesuit Spider-Man. Sure. Is that one of the Spider-Mans? Well, underneath that black and white suit, he was all white. Oh yeah, all yeah. Caucasian. Yeah. That's oh, true. Venom. Thank you very much. No, this is oh, there, before you're right. Venom. Yeah, you're right. Spider-Man wore a black and white suit, and then that thing was like invading his brain or something. Sure. 
and it was making turning him evil. Yep. So he rejected it. But what was cool about it was he didn't need spider web packs anymore mm-hmm. because the spider webs were right there inside his spaceman suit. Yeah. I like the Spider-Man that organically has the webbing. I kind of do too. I know that was that was some early there was some early nerd complaints <laughs> about the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man that mm-hmm. the webs were organic and not from a shooter, but it seems like it 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 puts more questions to bed. Sure, we, you know, I have a I have an issue here. Sure. I don't want to hear any complaints about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. <laughs> sure. That's like the only fucking comic book movie thing I liked. Oh, Spider-Man that 2 was is great. almost perfect. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man 2 is... I remember I went Ock. to see Spider-Man 2 and I came out of it and I was like, holy shit, that was fucking great. Let's make a shit ton of those movies. <laughs> it did not work out as I expected. It did not. No, I was no. Just saying to somebody, I don't like that villains never come back. Like, villains are always one-off. Yeah. Like, Doc Ock should have shown up again by now. Like, but it's always like, like even in the Batman, it's like let's say Heath Ledger hadn't passed away, would we just say that he beat the Joker? Like, why wouldn't the Joker be back in the next one too? Because in the comics, he's constant. Batman's he's constantly always, wrangling he's always these skulking guys. around. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The Joker's always half a step outside the frame. I think that. Yeah, I think that it 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 would happen if we weren't rebooting these things so often. Oh man. So I think that, you know, you, we would get our second Joker or our second Doc Ock if we weren't, you know. Yeah. They, if they, they weren't for so many gosh darn reboots. No, Doc Ock. With Oc. women, right? <laughs> Doc, Doc Ock, Jordan. What's next? Yeah. Female Doc Ock? Is Doc, Doc Ock is Dr. Octagon, the Cool Keith side project? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. It is that. I'm really excited about the new Spider-Man reboot, which is going to have half shark, half alligator man <laughs> from Dr. Octagon. So <laughs> that'll be cool. I think so. Uh, Dan, you were yeah. telling us before, speaking of reboots, yeah. retreads, yes. sequels, Yes, uh, you were telling us that you recently sat down and watched the second Ninja Turtles movie, Did you see Out the, of the Shadows. Did you see the first Ninja Turtle movie? No, and I had no clue what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But I... That's for the best. Yeah, I think so. I mean, even if you're going to watch the second one, don't go around watching the first one. Yeah. You totally don't have to. <laughs> it, um... There are a couple moments of dialogue that are okay. Okay. Uh, the movie as a whole like is not cow- that good. Like Cowabunga? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Will Arnett scenes are usually actually very good. Oh, I didn't know Will Arnett was in yeah, this Yeah, I didn't know that either until I went into it. He's in the first one too, I think. Yes, he is in He's the first like one. He's like the I, main I human in, this, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles except for April O'Neil. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. The famous television reporter. Tyler Perry crushes. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, what else does he do? Uh, exactly. It's uh, I th- will say this: if we were all nine to eleven years old, uh-huh. never forget nine to eleven. Sure. We yes. would. <laughs> it's a really important age group. Let's never forget them. Um, a lot of important developmental things are going on in that. A lot zone. of people aspire to be firefighters, mm-hmm. police officers, mm-hmm. sure. FBI that's, agents, that's responders. Yeah, from that age, torturers. It, it, yep. Sure. Uh, and it's a really it. great age to just concentrate on some inside jobs. I agree. <laughs> really like. I agree. I agree. That is the perfect age for jet fuel not to be able to melt <laughs> yeah. steel. Jet fuel can't melt that's steel. That's when tweens. you realize that. That's when. That's the age when you that comes something. And you, know. you get your first sort of self conscious boners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, weird. If there's any weird Twitter people listening, yeah, I'm talking to you, Wolf Pupy. <laughs> I think you could put up a picture of that dead gorilla 
with uh-huh. the <laughs> caption, Jet Fuel Can't Melt Steel Tweeds, and it would be very on brand for you. Yeah. So just a, this is, that's a free one for yep. you, weird free meme. Twitter. Free meme. Free meme. Dank meme. Maybe some sunglasses could go onto the gorilla's face. If we were that age, we would love that movie. No, you think a night will? Yeah, yeah. We would love that movie, and then I think that our nostalgia would end up making up for a lot of the ways in which it lacks. Mm-hmm. But it, I saw a few headlines that were like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Two: Secret of the Ooze is. Uh, not as horrible as it should have been and in fun in some ways. And I was in the mood to see a dumb movie. And I thought, all right. This I'm is in. it. Yeah. So I went and saw it. And it, it lived up to its billing of how were, being dumb. How were – because this was, this was an exciting prospect for me. Mm-hmm. I was a Ninja Turtle kid growing up. Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, I, I, I like the, the idea that we were finally going to get to see Bebop and Rocksteady on the big yeah. screen. They're pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. They're pretty good. Uh, they look phenomenal. Mm-hmm. What threw me off is that all the turtles look different. Did you know that? I did not know that, Like, no. um, Donatello is very slim. Like, very slim. Mm. And then Raphael is huge. Like, Donatello's like, how slim? Like so Kareem Abdul-Jabbar slim? <laughs> Somewhere around there. Yeah, maybe like a Tobey Maguire turtle. Got it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then Raphael is like the rock turtle. Mm. They've Because they, when we were young, they all just were the same exact thing with different colors. Well, I mean, yeah, I they had different the, color. That was it. Head strings. Exactly. And that was it. No, this is very uh, – they took a lot of time to make them all look individuals – Individually different. Well, I think what they're doing is, that is that they are they're really making a turtle for every body type. Because mm-hmm. there's, I mean, there's so many body types out there. A lot of different kids. It's called the campaign yep. for real turtles. Sure, just as long as they stay men. That's all. Thank you. And white. <laughs> as long as they stay white men, I'm fine with them being a little I'm... chunkier or a little curvier. Sure. Real turtles have shells. All yes. I really care about is Jet the fuel can't it, melt steel is tweens. the van that shoots pizzas. Oh yeah. What's the va- what's their what's their vehicle situation? They do. Like? They have that. It's like a dumpster truck shoots manhole covers. Mm, not they, pizzas they, though. But they they did do pizzas in the show, but it didn't show up there. Hmm. There's a whole sequence with that. Well, it's got to be more realistic. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Darker. Yeah. Grittier. I saw that and I saw Popstar this weekend. <clears throat> oh, I've heard Popstar is real good. It is very good. Kind of a, a little bit of a MacGruber, maybe. Yeah. It uh, it has a couple of moments that almost get up to like like scenes that get up to like almost a Spinal Tap level of modern day Spinal Tap. That said, Spinal Tap is a very boring movie. <laughs> you know what, though? That's true. I was thinking this too while I was watching it. I'm like, oh, this is more of a reflection of our time because it moves so fast paced and is like quip quips and stuff like that. Whereas spinal type, you do have a lot of those really sitting in it scenes where they sit in it for too long. I'm like, no studio would let you make that movie anymore because like this needs to move. This needs to move. So I've tried, I've tried to watch spinal tap twice as an adult with my wife. Uh, the first time she fell asleep within like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the second time she fell asleep, maybe 25 minutes in after, Growing to hate me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Basically, both were total disasters. Like, I think Spinal Tap, God bless it, uh, is a movie with several amazing, hilarious ideas in it. Yep. Just perfect, gorgeous ideas that you want to tell, talk to your friend about for the rest of your life. And the rest of it's super fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think, like, look at a scene like it goes to 11. 
Maybe this is sacrilege. Oh. No, no, no. But is that I, scene I, I might... even funny or have we made it funny <laughs> over time? Like, I mean, I everyone like always I... saying like, oh, it goes, it goes to 11, though. And we're like, yeah, that is a funny. But in the moment, is that scene even really that funny? Well, that one joke or... is funny. It is. The problem is that it's It is probably, a great joke. It's probably, I don't remember. It's been, I don't think I made it through those times that I tried to watch it with my wife. But uh, that, that scene's probably 12 minutes long. <laughs> right. You know what exactly. I like? When Harry Shearer goes to the metal detector and he has a cucumber wrapped in tinfoil in his pants. <laughs> just because he wants to freak out the uh, the TSA guys. I thought that was funny. There's, See, I wonder there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of funny things. It's fine. I'm not saying there's not. Right. Yeah. But I, that's my point. Is like Maybe we're all c- collectively uh, pulling moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the context of the movie, it's very easy to fall asleep to. This is the perfect time for us to not talk about Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is like, I feel like there's never been a better time for us to not Do people even remember that movie, that Jesse? I feel like I have More of the cartoon, I think. Yeah. A lot more of the cartoon being remembered. Well, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. That was, the cartoon was great because Slimer was their friend. Yes. That's true. Can I ask you a question? And he was a man. About something you open up with? Yeah. The superdelegates thing? Yeah. Does it seem like every year, maybe just because I'm getting older, the more people learn about how our system works, the more angry they get about it? Like it was, you know, like in 2000 and was it four, mm-hmm. we all learned that you don't necessarily need the popular vote sure. to yeah. win the election, and we all kind of got collectively pissed. Yeah. And then over the course of this week, we're all learning that, like, the super delegates don't even vote until July, and that they can all change whatever they've said, and so people are mad about that. It like the more we all collectively start to learn about how this process works, the more pissed people get about it. Yeah, I think it, you, right. It's something that's easy to forget. Like when you're away from an election, sure. Like it's like why would you sit around thinking about how weird our electoral process right. is? You wouldn't, right? Uh, you know, because you got you got stuff to do. Right, and you got to go to Trader Joe's. And then it dawns on thirty six year olds around yeah. the time that they really start to care, like <laughs> sure. how this works, and they're like For nineteen year olds, nineteen year olds, and thirty six year olds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nineteen year olds who are tapped in, sure. Yeah, and thirty six year olds who have finally started to be part of the collective conscious of like our mm-hmm. news media cycle and how our government works, and they're just like pissed. Off, and you're like, yeah, I, it's always been this way. You just didn't care until now. <laughs> you know, I think the same guy explaining to you why superdelegates are bullshit is the same guy who has a long, like, complicated, like a long, complicated um, explanation for how to get out of a DUI, <laughs> <laughs> and he explains it to you in the same way. Like, oh, here's how you beat it. You know, yeah. you, ha- you have a sealed bottle of Jack Daniels in your glove compartment. Mm-hmm. And when you get pulled over, you make sure the cop sees you break this, you know, and like Take that. Take the keys out because you are technically not driving the vehicle. So, yeah. yeah. But a super delegate is just a guy, you know, like, and he, yeah. he just has political influence. And like, it's just the way, and they explain them in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And these are the two things. And like, when someone is explaining in that way, uh, I my instinct is to like 
tune out and try to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so even if it's like very important, our electoral process, but also uh, it just ticks a little fight or flight response in me. Yeah. No, I can uh, understand uh, it. Which you, I usually pick flight. You feel like you are trapped inside of one of those videos where a white guy refuses to help a border patrol officer or whatever. I've never seen this kind this of video. This is like one of the after... after uh, is this a porno? After Disney toy unboxing uh-huh. and makeup toots, mm-hmm. uh, the top, the third biggest genre of video, I would say, on YouTube is just a white guy driving around Texas until a border agent stops him and then saying, I don't have to submit to a search because you're not a real police officer. Uh, Anywhere from seven oh. minutes to an hour and seven minutes of a cracked window. He's like, sir, I don't recognize your authority. I don't recognize. And they just Ooh. do this over and, and over. And sometimes they just read from the Constitution. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. boy. But, but can, we can all agree that that border agent was totally owned. <laughs> totally owned. <laughs> Got owned. <Yeah>. Serious ownage. <laughs> that is the point. That is the point. Oh, those videos are horrid. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm, I believe in freedom, too. Me, too. I guess. I don't know. Maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wish, like, their presentation was better. You, know? you would like a little razzle-dazzle? Yeah, well, maybe, like, I don't, I don't want to say have a script, but have a loose outline. Right. Have For a couple the DUI? Beat, have a couple beats so you want to see hit. it more like Curb Your Enthusiasm Yes, style. exactly. Like, <laughs> loosely So there's loosely a whole scripted. narrative. Like, the moments, the beats are scripted, but mm. it's like a beat-to-beat thing. Yeah. The actual dialogue is comes from the improviser. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I would like to see it as more of like a Dancing with the Stars thing. Mm. You know, get real network TV money in there and mm-hmm. just show what you can do production values-wise. You know, I'm talking like... Get it, get an audience in there, uh, and a big audience, like a real big audience. Get Steve Harvey. Maybe in there. the whole thing is. Oh. Well, I was going to suggest. I mean, Steve Harvey always a great choice. He always. will be shot because he is black. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we don't want that on our hands, yeah. what about Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath? Okay, there we go. Mark yep. McGrath, the ultimate will... in white privilege. <laughs> sure, there is no more privileged man in America yeah. than Mark McGrath. Warren Buffett <laughs> is more likely to be <laughs> targeted by sis- by systemic oppression than Mark McGrath. <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm all for it. I say we get McGrath in there. We get McGrath disagreeing with those Border Patrol agents, uh, disagreeing with those police officers, telling them they don't have the right to search his vehicle. Uh, and in fact, with McGrath... I say we don't put in things that are definitely illegal, but things that are sort of illegal. Like whippets? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whippets, I think, is mm-hmm. the perfect example. Because they don't have reasonable cause to believe that Mark McGrath maybe he has just... whippets in his car other than just he's a cool party dude. Yeah. Or maybe he has his own ice cream shop and he's oh, using yeah. it for the uh, whipped cream gun. Yeah. Maybe he's a barista. We could get him an ice cream shop. I'd go to that ice cream shop. <sighs> That'd be great. Have you guys ever done whippets? Sugar. I uh, I have done I've done whippets once. Was it worth it? Uh, I didn't I didn't love it. But I never have done it. But from what I can tell, it's like what a second and a half of whoa, and then nothing. Yeah, I mean the here's the, the thing about whippets. I wouldn't is that, go on a roller coaster that long. Yeah, like it's just a quick like like a yawn, <laughs> right? It's yeah. the equivalent oh. of like a good yawn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing about whippets is that the atmosphere around doing whippets is always very fun. Oh, like okay. people are there to like it's like being in a Jimmy Buffett's margarita fill. Oh, I love a good Margaritaville. It's part of it's m- like one of my Vegas like, staples. Pe- oh, uh, absolutely. Never uh, n- never do a Vegas trip without <laughs> no. visiting Margaritaville. No. Side note, 
Margaritaville, L.A. coming to CityWalk yeah, next I know. year. So that's a perfect fit because uh, slightly surly looking Latino teens love Margaritaville. <laughs> they absolutely <laughs> they do. love CityWalk. Yeah, <laughs> they love the flip flop rock of Jimmy Buffett. Yep. Um, what you, were we talking about? Oh, you're saying the, the atmosphere around? Yeah, it's like every like you know like sometimes you can be smoking pot and it's sad. You know? Sure. Like you're just lazily hanging around yeah. with a couple of other, you know, of your dumb buddies and you're smoking pot and you're watching something that's not. So like that, you know, that is a drug experience that isn't necessarily boisterous. Right. But I think when the whippets come out, people are like committed to having a good time. I think it's like a costume party kind of. Like you're – a costume party is usually, you know – Regardless of how you feel about dressing up, it's sure. usually more fun than a regular party just because, like... Everybody's energetically on board. Like, it's, a, it's like, we are here to party. Yeah. yeah. And I think when the... I, I saw at Sketchfest NYC, maybe mm-hmm. seven years ago, something like that, uh, the, there was a closing show that was just for performers at midnight, uh, and you weren't supposed to talk about it anywhere, certainly not on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our friend Kurt Brownaller... And another comic, uh, uh, a lady comic who's uh, I know less well and has not been on this show, so her name mm-hmm. I will not reveal. But Kurt, I'll throw under the bus, uh, did a set. I'm gonna put that in quotes, which was essentially a whippets doing contest. Mm-hmm. So they just had a lot of whippets, <laughs> and then they alternated <laughs> doing whippets. Uh, until like someone collapsed or something. Whoa! I can't remember what happened. Like someone like had to sit down and like thought they might throw up or something. Um, they really did take it there. Like they went. It was not a. It was a lot of fun. It sounds like a. Blast. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do any whippets. I've never done any whippets, but that's my primary whippets experience, mm-hmm. and it was it was a hoot. I mean, if you can, if you get a chance to set up some whippets with Kurt Brown all around, <laughs> I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, I would do it under that those circumstances for sure. Yeah, if Brown Aller was there. Yeah, I just remember watching people doing it. It just looked like He's, so many quick up and downs of like, yeah. Huh. You want to do another? Oh, ah! You want to do one more? <laughs> I just, I'm like, oh, the payoff doesn't. The drag, the dragon you're chasing does not seem very big. It's yeah, very he's bad a, he's for a you. brief and elusive dragon. <laughs> yeah. It's very bad for you too, isn't I it? I think it is pretty bad for you. Yeah, probably. You could get some sort of brain bubble. Yeah, seems like something that would cause a brain. bubble. Nothing we endorse. No, of course not. No, you know, a stroke is a brain attack. Yeah, Alonzo Bowden taught us that. Sure, Bowden. Um, Bowden. Did, Alonzo Bowden. But I'll go Bowden. Yeah, Dan. I know you do. You do a lot of shows at the uh, the old UCB. Yeah, theater. yeah. Uh, I feel like that is that is the kind of thing you see a lot at the UCB. You know, kind of during midnight shows is yep. those like do acid and do improv. Do yeah. <laughs> they do one where it's like alcohol versus weed yeah. versus mushrooms. Have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever no. done one of those shows? I no. have not been invited, and it uh, and uh, I'm self conscious about it. You're self-conscious about the fact that you haven't received the invitation? Yes. Do you think people think you're totally L7? I don't know. I hope not. I think they do. No. No, I think America agrees. Jordan is L7. This is how uninvited I must be then. I didn't even know you had to be invited. (laughs) You thought you'd just take some shrews and run up there? (laughs) Oh, wait. You want to do the show? I do want to. I want to be in the show. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we could work on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we could work on I that. I mean, I'm a little less involved there. I mean, I guess I'm a lot less involved there uh, these days than I have been in the past. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm not on the short list. But there was a time when 
I'm I'm sure I would have been. No, you're very Jordan. You're, number one, you're very popular. Oh, you're, you're extremely very, popular. You're extremely sure. popular. I would dare say beloved. Number two, you're a major draw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The audience is coming out to see anything Jordan Morris. Anything Jordan Morris. Yeah. The show could be Jordan Morris pisses in a can and pours it on your head. <laughs> Jordan. Uh, you know, I did not have a great turnout to that, but to, to be fair, <laughs> I had a bad time slot. I had a bad yeah, time slot. Is, that 5.30 on a Tuesday is hard to sell. Yeah, it was Coachella that. weekend, right, so yeah, people aren't in yeah, town. Yeah. I was not promoted properly. There's sure. a new artistic director mm-hmm. at UCB. Sure. Why don't we picture a show, okay. Whippets, mm-hmm. Whip It Good. Where, <laughs> where, we, have, we, have, we have Whippets, the, yeah. the, uh, you know, the CO2 container. Sure. We have the Devo song Whippet. Mm-hmm. And then we have Long Thin Dogs. Yes. yes. <laughs> All three yep. on stage in one Whip hilarious. demonstration. Let's pitch this show. Yeah. <laughs> There's a show at UCB called Celebrity Barf Machine. Uh, I've heard about Celebrity Barf Machine. This is a, like a late night gross out show. Yes, it is extremely gross. Mm-hmm. But what I appreciate about it, kind of what you were saying about uh, New York City Sketchfest, there is no phones or social media allowed. Mm-hmm. So for whatever as innocuous or as outrageous as the show gets – there's something comforting in being like, we're just living this moment. And anybody else who's here or who isn't here sure. will just have to have heard about it. Yeah, you yeah. can shit in a can if you do it mindfully. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would say, dare say sometimes the mindfully is optional. Namaste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I like, greet the shit within your can. <laughs> I like shows like that where they're like, this will just happen here. Yeah. <laughs> greet, do you say greet it? I say yeah. <laughs> Hello, shit. I respect you. You are powerful. You are powerful. Yeah, yeah I think you just need stage. to acknowledge your bodily functions and let them pass. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hello, you know? shit. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for removing those toxins from my body. Exactly. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go is supported in part by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. You can get prescription glasses starting at $95, including the lenses. My wife has used Warby Parker. She loves them. Personally, I've got eyes like a hawk, but I think I might get some sunglasses. With the Home Try-On program, you can order five pairs of glasses shipped directly to you. You try them all on, get a feel for them, get feedback from other people. You get to keep five pairs, five days, then mail back the ones you don't want to Warby Parker in a prepaid package. Go to warbyparker.com slash jjgo. That's warbyparker.com slash jjgo for the free home try-on now. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free. Free shipping all around at warbyparker.com slash jjgo. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Daniel Van Kirk, at large. Yeah, cool. That's <laughs> a cool nickname. <laughs> this this ad came up a little bit uh, before we started the record. Uh, a carryover from last week's discussion. Mm-hmm. 
to you, mm-hmm. what is a chode? What is your personal definition of chode? Well, I, I want to clarify, by the way, a lot of people think of this as a comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't be more wrong. Yeah. No, this... They are fucking wrong. <laughs> at the heart of it, this is a quest for truth. Mm-hmm. This is a product of two young men mm-hmm. with a thirst for knowledge. Two men who want to understand the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, two men who need to slake their un- almost unquenchable mm-hmm. desire uh, for understanding. Yeah. Ultimately, and- understanding. Ultimately, this is about, you know, connecting people. Sure. And. Finding out what is at the heart of all of us mm-hmm. and what uh, chode means to different people. Sure. And is the definition regional? <laughs> exactly. These are the quick questions we have. Yeah. As a vampire will thirst for blood, mm-hmm. we will thirst for the real definition of chode. Could chode have multiple colloquialisms? Well, I think that's what we're finding out is that they're, uh, you know, the definition has been, you know, kind of molded and... Uh, changed and reappropriated over the years. I mean, like, you know, like the English language itself. Yeah. It's a living document. A lot of disagreement on how to spell chode mm-hmm. on Reddit. By I got to go C-H-O-D-E. Yeah, so there was a lot of talk about whether it was C-H-O-D-E or C-H-O-A-D. Mm. That That's more of a cho- chode. Chowd. Chode. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like a like a uh, like a Philadelphia thing, like water chode. Yeah, exactly. I feel like chode also is one of those words that predates the internet and Urban Dictionary, where maybe just where you were, chode was something that like an embarrassing thing a guy had, or or a like a a name like like synonymous with putts. Like if you were calling somebody, like don't be a chode, man. Sure, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean. And it really could just live into whichever it was introduced into your region. Mm-hmm. Not according to the guy I went to high school with, Nick Tashjian, mm-hmm. who popularized chode at School of the Arts in San Francisco, circa 1997. Nick Tashjian insisted it was a member wider than it is long. Mm-hmm. He'd explain it to you right off the bat. Oh. He said, "You know about chodes. Are there, Do you know what a chode that is? That's not what I thought a chode was. What is your? What's your chode? What's your personal chode? A chode is a post-sexual act penis. Oh, oh wow! Oh, so it's wow. just kind of been. Uh, this is amazing. Worked. This is a very rich definition. It borders on the elegiac. It's uh, it's just kind of been worked out a little bit. Sure, maybe uh, you know, it's having a cool down." Yeah, well, yeah, cool maybe a little sesh. coloration. Sure, not uh, not completely flaccid, but no longer erect. It's just like a chode. Yeah, the listener can't see, but I'm making. You're making a flopping gesture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're making a sort of halfway thought... between a traditional flopping gesture and that and that gesture with the thumb that Bill Clinton likes yeah, to make. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For some reason, points. I also thought of Karate Kid Part Two, even though I know that this is it's more of a back and forth. <laughs> but for some reason, I thought. This is kind of like Karate Kid Part 2. I don't know why I'm doing a flopping motion, but that's what, what I... So I would do more of a wiping motion when <laughs> Karate Kid 1. Okay. I understand that. I get that. Window washing motion. Or you could do Karate Kid 3 when they cast a woman. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. I don't know what side of this I'm on anymore. Yeah, no, I'm on all the sides. Where's my child support? Am I right? <laughs> Thank you. Am I right? Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a that's what not I thought all a ch- was. not all chodes. <laughs> not all chodes. You know what, <laughs> guys, do it. Let's wrap for a second. Yeah. Okay. Usually, hold on. I got to turn my chair backwards. Usually, when that's just how I sit anyway to do the podcast. <laughs> so it. I'm already there. Got it. Because I'm always rapping with the audience. Right, that's it. like the state I'm usually right. in. Usually, we uh, we have fans discuss the show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the hashtag JJGo. Yeah. This week, mm-hmm. let's get a movement going. Let's mm. get this trending. When you discuss this week's episode, hashtag not all chodes. <laughs> hashtag not and all yeah, chodes. we're spelling it C H O D E. Yes. Because we're not from the Northeast. <laughs> we're from you? America, <laughs> where Ninja Turtles are men. Yeah, of different anthropomorphic <laughs> of different body types. Word. Yes. But there's a spicy Latina Green Lantern. <laughs> right. Not right? all chodes. Not all chodes. Anyway. Oh, I love that. Let's get it going. I don't know if I was told that or if that's just what I that is onomatopoeia the word. Do you think that mind. was just something that you had been, that sort of lived in your heart that needed a name to come out? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I mean, it's very like, it is, I mean, you know, they say that the Germans have a word for everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you'll hear about these German words. You're like, oh, that is a thing. Mm-hmm. That I, I'm very familiar with. Sure. But I don't, you know, English doesn't have a specific word for it. You know, Jordan, hmm. the Jordans have, the, <laughs> the Jordans, <laughs> you know, Jordan. Yeah. The Germans have over 100 words for genocide. Oh, that's, that's terrific. <laughs> yeah. All the, all the different, <laughs> all the different textures of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it a wet genocide? Yeah. <laughs> is it a frozen mm-hmm. genocide? There you go. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that is very like. Like, yes, I am familiar with the state of my penis post-ejaculation. Sure. Uh, it is different than the penis in its other state. Right. So it, Chodish? It only, it's yeah. Not, it's not just semi-tumescent. It has, as I said, I think what it, we really need to focus in on in finding this definition is that elegiac quality. Mm-hmm. There is a sort of wistful memory of its full efficacy. Mm-hmm. Um, that has passed out of it in the course of ejaculation. And now it is, you know, it is in repose, uh, but also remembering the thing that it once was. I just want to tell somebody someday that my penis is in repose. (laughs) (laughs) I love your eloquence, sir. Thank you. It's a, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like one of those flowers that only blooms every 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. So I, much potential. I think of myself as a sort of uh, penis Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> mm. Dearest Martha. <laughs> <laughs> I've been splitting logs. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> and in parentheses, chopping penises in half. <laughs> That's where we get the phrase two in the Lincoln, right? Yeah. In chode we trust. <laughs> I don't even know what this show is anymore. <laughs> Hard to say. Who are so we? here we have a we have a we we have not cleared this up. We've made it more complicated. Mm-hmm. I might say more complex and more rich. Sure. Right. But so we have we have short fat penis. Right. We have synonym for taint. Right. Uh, oh, you know, in kind of just the internet discussion around last week's episode, mm-hmm. uh, I was reminded of the fun uh, taint synonym bunch. Bunch. Yeah. Oh, really? Bunch. I'm more of a Grundle guy. Yeah, Grundle is very good too. 
Um, Grundle sounds like where it is and what it's called. Yeah, and what it smells like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it evokes a kind of odor. I call mine my pharaoh Monch. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I love Bonch. I don't know. I think Bonch is good. Can I ask you something about the odor? You may. Have you guys gotten to a gold bond stage in your life? Jordan's been on gold Big bond. Big fan, yeah. Jordan's it been works, on gold right? bands since I love we were like it. Yeah, 16 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. I, it's me too because that's when we would go to the theme park in the summer mm. and I realized What that theme park are we talking about? Six Flags, Great America, and Gurney, Illinois. Okay. And I found <laughs> out, maybe it was the weight gain, that I would chafe mm. over the course of the sure. day, uh, my inner thighs or uh, you know, uh, high up into my... What's the area between your leg and balls called? That's a good question. Just that just that inseam. Oh, sure. That's, what is that? That's a primary area for chafing. Yes. Yeah. If you're going to suffer from chafing, it's likely going to be in that unnamed canyon. And that's when I learned what gold bond was and cortisone 10. Mm. And I would apply it on days when we would go to the theme park, maybe two, three, four times a summer. Mm-hmm. Here's the good thing about that gold bond. It's medicated. It mm-hmm. is medicated. It is medicated. Yeah. And fast acting. Mm-hmm. You can it, feel that tingle immediately. Yes. But I think that those those applications help with the uh, odor. Am I, unless yeah, I'm I mean, just, I, unless I, I'm just pH balanced different, differently. Sure. No, I mean, I think uh, uh, Gold Bond is, uh, is, is helpful for fighting odor. Yeah. Yeah. But you reach it's a, a great product. You reach a Gold Bond stage in your life and... Mm-hmm. and Man, sure. It's right before it. the complaining about superdelegates phase in your life. <laughs> yeah. like before that, you will... Uh, it precedes your carrying of the political system of our government. Sure. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I'm a, what, I, I sign up for Gold Bond. Have you, uh, have you, have you visited uh, the Six Flags of your youth as an adult? Have you gone back? No. Hmm. But we do a thing when... Okay. And, and my family, we're... I always say that our family crest is the words, uh, check out that guy over there. <laughs> we come from a in long Latin. line. Yes. A long line of people watching. It's a big deal in my family. Yeah. In, in the podcast I do with the Sklars, uh, as you've both been on it, I mm-hmm. believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you most recently, but Jordan, I was sure we had, right? It's yes. true. I was, okay. yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And show. so many stories on that show are built around the mentality or the idea of a person who could sometimes criminals, but also just sometimes characters. And so it fits me very well that I get to to co-host that show because in my family, we've done this forever. And to bring it back to the theme parks, we would do a thing where we would constantly say, like, who is the most hairiest guy here? (laughs) Or if we're at a water park, like, most pregnant woman in a bikini. Yeah. Or find, find, like... A kid trying to carry their own oversized stuffed animal, <laughs> right? Or yeah. like crying children, or it's uh, kind of a bingo. Yes, and then you would be assigned to those. And so I've been to Disney a lot. It's in the good past that you had this kind of regimented discipline about it with the with the assignments and everything. Oh, we would play the games like uh, you know black socks, sandals, mm-hmm. find that guy. And so we would play all these games. So I haven't been back as an adult, but I feel like. Those things would carry over. Yeah, and I like a good roller coaster. I refuse to ride carnival rides. Oh, like a like a tilt a whirl. Anything that folds into a truck. Yeah, I don't want to ride. It's operated by someone who's shaking. Yes, and has fixed, <laughs> and has fixed it with a butter knife and a rag. Yeah, There's always some greasy rag that they've got like at hand to to mm-hmm. you know polish something off. So I 
I don't trust those. Anyone rugs. with a tattoo you suspect might be racist. <laughs> like you oh, don't shit. That's know not a swastika. It's, it's not a swastika. But did they but mess it's it up? Something. Yeah. It's a symbol that I don't love. Yeah, yeah. So I don't go on those rides, but I would love. I should go. Definitely go back as an adult to see if it holds up. Because Disney holds up, in my opinion, on any level. It's almost like the as you realize things we were saying about the political system. You get older at Disney and you. You start to be like, man, they put a lot of detail into this. Like you appreciate the things that aren't even rides just as like how committed Disneyland was to making environments look good. Yeah. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I like this now. And you would never even have noticed. I, mean, I, an I recently went to uh, Universal Studios to see Simpsons Land, which I really loved. I thought it was super well done. But you really realize how how apart all the Disney stuff is when you go to another you know, another theme park, like right. riding the Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios, which I enjoy. But like, while you're watching the dinosaurs, you can hear them going, "Jeep, joop, yeah, joop, yeah, yeah, jeep, joop," and you can see little pieces of metal sticking out of their neck, or the mm-hmm. their neck flaps are kind of that loose. would never fly at Disney. Yeah, you, you no, know those lo- those those neck flaps are tight. Oh yeah, I you're covering those. You're Disney. covering those neck flaps. They're starting so. to get rid of this at Disney. But one thing I loved is so. In was it where were the, we're, the, we're the 60th year right now right so what would we go back I don't to? fucking know what number year we're at with Disneyland 56? I don't know either we're up there so but my point is is when they opened Disneyland Walt just kind of set up a whole bunch of areas there were some rides but like there was just areas to play in like Tom Sawyer's Island mm-hmm. and yeah my that, dad my dad got kicked out of Tom Sawyer's really? Island as for it, what? the first year that Disneyland opened. <laughs> He lived in Glendale when he had like just he was like he was the perfect age. He was like thirteen. Yep. And when they opened Disneyland, lived had just moved to Glendale from Kansas City, uh, and yeah, him and his brother got kicked out of Disneyland and like banned from Disneyland. Oh, I mean, it was he not should a, have his own pin. Not an efficacious ban. They mm. were there, you know. It's not like there was like a wall of banned thirteen-year-olds. Right. Right. But yeah. Totally got the boot from Disneyland for fucking around on Tom Sawyer Island. <laughs> but those areas were great because it was more it, – it was just like creating the atmosphere and then wanting you to like go there and have fun and play in it. Sure. And they're getting rid of more and more of those to be replaced with a specific stylized get on, get off ride. But that's one of the things I still love about Disneyland is you'll have a couple areas where, oh, this was just meant to be – Yeah. Feel environmental. And in, imagine, yes. Imaginationed inside of. Yeah. I think they're just trying to reduce teen fingering. <laughs> Something that I noticed. That is an unstoppable tide. On Tom yeah. Sawyer's Island? <laughs> that is a river that I would not want to stand in the path of. Sure. I mean, that's yeah, that's not a river you can dam completely. Yeah. But I mean, can, that's the whole premise you of can the Universal. It. That's the whole premise of the Universal City Walk Margaritaville that they're opening oh, up. Oh, yeah. A place to get some nice coconut fried shrimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the slogan uh, is a place for fingering. A, a place to finger your sweetie. Yeah, they let. Like, Kids and, you know, teenagers in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas t-shirts mm-hmm. get in there and finger a little. <laughs> sure. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Put some pineapple fin- on a burger and go to town. <laughs> <laughs> but wipe off your hands because the pineapple is acidic. It, it is very acidic. And you don't want to get it up inside your uh, no. sweetie's business. Mm-mm. Not unless that's your thing and you've both agreed to it ahead of time. <laughs> you know, I noticed uh, the last time I was at Disney uh, that the Splash Mountain Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, this when I you know when I first rode Splash Mountain, the seating arrangement was so that you had to kind of lean back into the lap of the person you were with. Yeah, like you you know. And uh, I remember there was a uh, in high school there was an OC Weekly article someone had written on the 
uh, the best places to get busy at Disneyland. Really? And uh, yeah, yeah. So that was definitely, you know, they definitely suggested you could get in some hand stuff mm-hmm. on Splash Mountain because it already had this kind of lean back, yeah, you know, posture that you had to do to ride the ride. The old timey movie theater on on Main Street is a good spot. For <laughs> oh sure. I mean, I'm just putting that out. Watch there. some Steamboat Willie <laughs> and get while well, she steamboat. plays with your Steamboat Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I noticed the last time I was there that the lean back situation has been they've put up borders. So you're in your own little zone. Oh. So you're no longer leaning back onto the bunch. Of so your, would the, the bunch. Would the action <laughs> there be with. a reach around? It would be kind of a reach or around. A reach yeah. Or is it a back? Well, I think you would. Oh, I guess you could do both. I, I can guess, only I guess get you erect could, with a backhand. I guess one could <laughs> one could reach up. Uh-huh. And then the other could reach down. Wait, one reaches up? Like the, How long is your penis? It's huge. Oh. Like, no, your the, penis is longer than your entire torso. Like the, per, the person who's in the lap sure. uh-huh. could reach underneath right. and get the, get the goods. Okay. And the person who is, whose lap is being sat in can reach down. And this is why you wear ponchos. Get the, right. You can get under that poncho. Yeah, that's why no, I wear a no poncho, no undies. <laughs> Uh, They've changed that ride a lot too. Remember, it used to be it's less pretty, racist, maybe yes, now. Exactly. Yeah, it used to be pretty overtly racist. Yeah, it is. It is a uh, 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 Brer Rabbit themed mm-hmm. song is of it the South. Still, themed. song of the South themed. Yeah. Uh, now it's Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> but they're singing the exact and same you, song. Exactly. You still can't and see the, the metal. same amount of racism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, these robots are also racist. We forgot. Um. Yeah, no, they got rid of quite a few elements of the story. I, yeah, I didn't. I, think, I did not notice. I was too busy fingering. Being, too busy. Well, being disappointed, I couldn't appropriately finger. Mm. Uh, but yeah, what's do you know? What's gone from that? The is it the tar baby? That's probably a good call. Yeah, I think that is gone. And then there was, I think there was some maybe some songs or like some dialogue that was sure that was removed or taking out mm-hmm. back when our racism was just cartoonish and friendly. Sure, right. <laughs> Make America great again. It was a again. celebration of our heritage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, now I want to go back to the... Now I want to still... I'm still hung up. You you jarred my life. I still want to go back to Six Flags Great America. Yeah, I'm not... I don't I don't like Disneyland that much, uh, but I am curious to uh, go to Marine World Africa, USA. Mm. What is that? Uh it's in Vallejo. <laughs> uh, like Vallejo, your main things in Vallejo would be like uh, Marine World Africa, USA, mm-hmm. uh, and the rapper E40. <laughs> All right. Um, Both on display? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Marine World Africa, USA is sort of like a, sort of like a, a shitty sea world. How is, how, what is, what's the cruelty level like? Yeah. I mean, it's a me- I think it's a nice, a, a nice Medium simmer. Medium cruelty. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a long-term simmer, like you're making a reduction. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> of cruelty. But, like, I do, like, because I don't like roller coasters, mm-hmm. and I don't care about Disney sure. things. So that leaves me out of 90% of theme parks. Yep. But I do... Like dolphin shows. That is a lot I of fun. I think. I don't know. I haven't seen a dolphin show since I was 10, and I went with the Columbia Park Boys Club. Mm. But I'll tell you, my experience at the time was that I liked dolphin shows. Did you see the cove? 
No, I don't, is that the one where they tell where they teach you about uh, how you shouldn't put dolphins in dolphin shows? shows? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to watch that. It's going to ruin dolphins. It will, shows for it will me. ruin a lot of things for you in relation to dolphins. We're like, oh, all of this is bad for them. <laughs> I like I like dolphins in two things: shows, yep, and tuna fish cans. Boom, there, you there go. it is. Yeah, keep it, yeah. Keep it tender. It's a nice lean <laughs> meat. <It's> a nice <laughs> lean. They're so num, smart. Num, they num. can do basic math. You can mm, really num, taste num, the num, brain. Num, yeah. num, num. Ooh, I feel more self-aware by eating this. <laughs> I'm gaining its powers. <laughs> yes. Now I've got language skills. <laughs> <laughs> Is this so? This place is still open because I yeah, want to go. Yeah, this is still open. I'm down to go with you. I I just like the thing is is like when you're a kid that's afraid of roller coasters. Mm-hmm. There's really not much for you at a theme park. No, especially if you think Disneyland is lame. <laughs> yeah, like I think your real your main choice if you're a kid that's afraid of roller coasters is just get fucking super into Disneyland. But like after, after about eight, I was done with Disneyland. So that leaves. Floor shows and the main floor shows in Northern California. There's no there's no Bill and Ted show, mm-hmm. so uh, the best you can do is a dolphin show. Yep, and you just hope you just sit in the splash zone. That's where you get your excitement, just like a Gallagher concert. Bill and Ted's own uh, Bill and Ted show at Universal Studios got canceled because it was too racist. Really? How was it racist? Uh, well, this was something that they did for this is something that they do during Halloween. Or that they did during Halloween, during replaced, Halloween Horror Nights. They replaced George Carlin with a black guy, which is racist <laughs> against mm-hmm. white people. Yep, sure. I get that. Uh, so the Bill and Ted show was a – it's kind of like a, a send-up of the year's pop culture. Mm. and it, which in, But also includes uh, sexy dancers. Okay. So the people I who I didn't are, know about the sexy dancers because we have addressed this. I know about the Bill and Ted show mm-hmm. because – you went to it maybe with April Richardson or something. I can't remember who it was that you – but there was a Jordan Jesse Go where yeah. you had just gone to it with our guest. Maybe Karen Kilgariff. But anyway. Oh, it's was uh, – Sarah Morgan and I went to Sarah the uh, Not Scary Farm. Okay. Uh, send up of the year's pop culture, The Hanging. Which with is Elvira. With Elvira. This Got is it. a different floor show. Got it. Yes, okay. These are Got two it. separate floor shows. But yeah, the, so usually, yeah, something at University of is Bill and Ted t- uh, are two guys doing bad Bill and Ted impressions. Uh, take you through the years pop culture and uh and it's kind of build as you know uh uh don't come if you're easily offended you know if you have a if you don't like rude adult humor this ain't the show for you grandpa i am now see i can see myself liking that mm-hmm. uh because i like bodacious babes mm-hmm. yep. Yep. uh and Tight i hunks and i hate pc culture sure yeah exactly if you're one of these pc warriors take uh, a hike uh, go to the churro stand yeah uh go to the go to the maya angelou experience <laughs> which is also something they have at universal studios halloween horror nights i finally oh. learned why the caged bird sings <laughs> and i got a churro <laughs> um so yeah so this was and i have and i have seen this thing and it's you know it definitely like is was clearly written by someone who, you know, just thinks a gross thing is a joke and performed by someone who is maybe a sexy dancer first and a, a comic actor second. Like or Keanu third. Reeves. Huh? Like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Star uh, of Bill and Ted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, definitely, like, uh, it was one of those things where I'm like, eh, it's a little bit annoying that the internet is, like, shaming this out of existence. But on the other hand, yeah, it's in bad taste. Like, oh, okay. There's a lot of like bad jokes in there, so I get it. That didn't have much merit. 
Yeah. I guess is what is you were lacking. Bill and Ted racist? Uh, I think they probably say some racist things, yeah. Really? Yeah. Have, it, have you, either of you guys seen Bill and Ted as an adult? I have not seen it as an adult. I Christian, was just, have you ever seen Bill and Ted? He says no. He's a millennial. I was just trying one to remember two things. Which one is Bill and which one's Ted? I'll, uh, I'll admit my flaws. Alex Winter is Bill. Bill Les Preston Esquire. Okay. And so Keanu, Keanu Reeves is Ted Theodore Logan. Follow-up question. Please. Uh... The guy who plays Bill, what did you say his name was? Alex Winter, right? Is that him? What is yeah. he up to? He, he, I think he is a uh, respected documentarian these days. Really? Yes. That is, I don't, I can't confirm that. That is just someone told me, no. what someone told me when I asked them, what do you think Bill from Bill and Ted is up to? I don't I think ever he directed some beloved exploitation movies at some point. Oh. <laughs> like the kind of movies that the Flophouse guys would know about? Gotcha. Yeah, I think he has had a fun post-Bill and Ted career. Not being a joke. Yeah, he's got a he's got a real reputation. I think for like you know that guy from Bill and Ted. He's actually blah well, blah blah. That's blah, awesome. Blah. That makes me happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I was I was genuinely wondering. It's always interesting where like one thing like you know Bill went one way, Ted went another. Sure. Yeah. I mean, what I wonder is, uh, what's Keanu Reeves done since then? Yeah. Not much. Was Parenthood before or after that? I think, I think that was pre pre yeah. Bill and Ted. Yeah, right. then I don't know. In Parenthood, Bill and Ted, and then just Radio Silence. Did he play minor league baseball? Uh, no, I think he has a pasta sauce. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of Michael Jordan. You're thinking of Michael Jordan from the Bulls, mm-hmm. yep. not Keanu Reeves from Bill and Ted. Yeah. And George Carlin is he touring or? There's a black George Carlin now. Oh God! Oh, they changed. They recast that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. They, they rebooted Carlin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carl, full Carlin reboot. <laughs> Oh, got it. It's about time to reboot Carlin for a new generation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think that's fun. Carlin, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) You're just your slogan. Carlin, colon, I'm in. Uh, Now, where you grew up, was Six Flags synonymous uh, with this is where trashy people hang out? Nope. Okay. <laughs> That's where winners I, go. I grew up in Rochelle, Illinois, mm-hmm. a little farm town in northern Illinois. And yeah, no, there, there was a uh, there was a, a beautiful patina to mm. the type of people who could afford to go to Six Flags all, oh. the, all the time. Same same with our own little water park in Rockford, Illinois. Hmm. I don't. I'm you, with I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I saw no trashiness. If if I was going to go to one of these things, it was definitely through the Columbia Park Boys Club mm-hmm. exclusively mm-hmm. because there was no way my parents were getting up off of the $40 or whatever oh, it cost. Oh, yeah. It. No, I think most of the time I went with like church activities or things there like that. Exactly. We didn't – we couldn't – we weren't highfalutin to have passes. Yeah, maybe it's Little things. League Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now this idea of like going back as an adult or watch, like watching movies as an adult, that I wonder if I would – if I went back now, and I'd be like, "This is crap. This is crap." And these usually, people, these people are unhappy. <laughs> these churros are awful. Yeah. yeah. How do you ruin a churro? Yeah, it's all a funnel food. cake. Isn't even cake. It's cotton candy. Technically candy. It's all lies. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to listen. I don't want to. George start Carlin it. even really black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Sure. I don't want to know. I do not want to hear the. I don't want to see the internet discussion. Is funnel cake cake? Oh, God. I don't need that. It's not. I don't think we need any more is a this a this. Can we stop, everyone? Okay, but so why? Where you grew up, were those things associated with, like, the dregs of society? So, yeah, I mean, I think this is just an observation I have had as an adult. 
Where'd you grow up? Uh, Orange County. Yes, okay. So, so you know, Disneyland, you got a lot of, you know, you got a lot of tourists. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of nerds. Mm-hmm. But then when you go up, you know, you go up the five to Valencia to Six Flags, that's where you have... Burnout teenagers. Burnouts, guys who are, you know, guys you can buy something from. Christian's getting mad. He loves, I bet he loves I Six also Flags. like Six I think Six Flags Christian's is very fun. A, Christian's there behind there the computer now. Yeah, there's Six crossed. Flags. Uh, but uh, I think Christian will admit that the, demogra- uh, the, demogra- the demographic the demographic at Six Flags is, uh, uh, keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> You know, at Max FunCon East a few years mm-hmm. ago, I wandered into – so Teresa was unhappy with the coffee at the resort. And so there was a Starbucks not that far away. We went to it and it turned out to be inside of this water park that's inside of a giant log cabin. What? Which is a thing. Uh, there's a number of them. I brought them up once on Jordan Jesse Go. Many people told me there was one near where they Did lived. you have to pay to get into the water park to get your Starbucks? No. So we just went to the Starbucks, and then there was a water – it was inside this water park that was inside an enormous log cabin. So, like, when I say enormous, I mean, I'm talking about, like, bigger than Super Kmart. Really? Yeah. But look, but a log cabin. Hmm. I want to go to one of these. I mean, like it's, a lot of fun. was it gross or did you appreciate it for the marvel that it was? So when I got in there, I was just standing. I don't drink coffee, so I'm just standing there waiting for Teresa mm-hmm. to drink her coffee and kind of looking around. Mm-hmm. And the thought that came into my head was, yeah, I could fuck with this. <laughs> like, there's like a hotel inside there probably, I think. Oh, of course there is. There's like restaurants mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. I was like... I think I could kind of get into this weird indoor water park inside of a fucking log cabin. This looks fun to me. Mm-hmm. Like, water slides, that looks really fun. So you are a water slide guy. I don't know. I haven't been to a water slide since I was eight years old but with the boys club. You weren't afraid of them like you were afraid of roller coasters. I mean, or I was not afraid. afraid of, but I, don't, I, I went on little afraid. kid once. Right. Yeah. I would, well, afraid is the right word. I oh, was okay. afraid of okay. them. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, I went on little kid ones, which aren't scary, I sure. think. Right, no. they have a whole set of them for eight year olds. There right? are, but yeah, but there are water parks now that they're they're like, how close could we get you to dying? Right, because sure. you we there's an you could if you wanted to you could fall out of the side of this slide. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's one in it's been there for probably twenty years in Vegas where you go into a little like tubular platform area and then it moves over the top of the slide. And then the bottom drops out, and you don't know when that's going to happen. And then you go essentially—I've never heard of this—straight down. Wow. Yes, it's at Wet and Wild in Las Vegas. Okay, or at least it was. And I was always like, "What? How? There's too many variables in that. Sure. In that thing, like, what if the? <laughs> Where's the line between living and dying? Yeah. And yeah. over a water Why have park, they smudged it? Do you get to say you die doing what you love if you die on a water park slide? <laughs> if you're also jacking off while you're on the slide. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go is supported in part by Squarespace. If you've got a passion that you obsess over, if it keeps you up all night, if you live for it, you should show it off. With easy-to-use tools and templates, Squarespace helps you showcase every detail of what drives you. Because if it's worth the effort, it's worth showing to the world. You can start your free trial today. Visit squarespace.com slash JJGo. You should. Squarespace.
Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the big bitch of podcasting. Dead <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy detective. Daniel Van Kirk, the boy who tried. Wow. That was really sweet. <laughs> oh, thanks. I just tried to say words in an order that made a sentence. It did. Wow. It totally made a sentence. The boy who tried. Mm-hmm. God, that's like that fucking uh, Hemingway short story, For Sale Baby <laughs> Shoes, Never Used. <laughs> oh! It, it, it encapsulates the like everything. Yeah. Those. Have you seen those? Uh, where they? I think At Midnight's done this, where you just have to... M- the scariest, like, five-word sentence yeah, or something, yeah, I think that's like, or, like sad, yeah, sad uh, deals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the one that's a short film? Like, the scariest uh, scariest f- movie of all time, and it's, like, a three-minute-long film? No, uh-uh. Where the boy goes in, or the dad goes in to tuck his son into bed. Boy's laying there. Dad goes to leave, and he's like, Dad, will you, uh, will you please, uh, there's a monster in my room. Will you please check under my bed? And the dad says, Son, Billy, everything's fine. I don't need to look. And he goes, please, Dad, just look under my bed. I feel like there's a monster under my bed. And he's like, Billy, we can't do this every night. And he goes, just please, one more time. And he goes, fine. And then the camera follows him as he gets down on his knees. And he gets and he looks under the bed. And there's Billy. And he goes, Dad, somebody's in my bed. And that's, that's the end of Whoa, the show. Oh, I'm spooked out. <laughs> yeah, it's just a perfectly effective, like, three minute. And you're like, that is scary shit. I'm spooked. I don't want to watch that. You just did in your mind. Whoa, cool. Here, hand me that whip it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, if something momentous happens to you, like you discover that someone's been impersonating your child in their bed mm. and your child's under the bed, uh, but the person impersonating the child sent you down to see the child under the bed, um, well, then give us a call at 206 984 Also, if you got any Babadook situations, <laughs> <laughs> give us a call with any Babadooks. <laughs> What is a Babadook? It's like an It Follows, but Australia. Oh, no. I was just going to try and think of some sort of genitalia term, and then we could start that. Oh, okay. oh, I get it. Let's kick this over to Twitter. Hashtag not all Babadook. We have one momentous occasion, one moment of shame. Who knows what order they're going to come in this week? I don't. Let's take a listen. Hello, Jordan, Jesse. Yes, uh, terrifying occasion, I guess, more than anything else. Uh, got in my car today, uh, it's not Columbus, by the way. Uh, got in my car today, and as I was getting in, I was, was chased by a bee, uh, only to drive seven blocks and have the exact same bee, at least I think, I, I, they, don't, they all look the same to me, uh, try to attack me as I got out of the car. Um, I'm frightened by this bee. That's all I've got. Get him, get him, get him. Is there a dignified way to handle a bee coming over? There's not. You just have to look fucking dumb and scared, right? Like, Well, I mean, if you recognize the bee. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think this guy's, the guy's biggest issue is that he's racist against bees. Sure. Yep, I was picking up on that, too. Yeah, I mean, I think... How do you, you know that's not a wasp? If you are just if you just spend some time with bees, mm-hmm. you'll be able to understand who is and isn't an actual threat. I don't think it's appropriate to just say all bees are a threat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Are you guys afraid of one bee? Uh, if yeah, you're not allergic. Yeah. 
Are I you don't. Al- I mean, I uh, I am not allergic, but yeah, I mean, I just remember you know getting stung as a kid and it being the worst. But don't most stings? Now here, I guess I'm a little ignorant. No, no, let's talk the this bees, out. The bees come in hot, like ready to buzz. No, the tower. I don't think they want a sting. I think they just want ne- nectar. Right. So if you identify the bee, and then the second it lands on your hand, you shoot away. You're not going to get stung. It's usually when you don't realize a bee was on you or there was a bee in your pocket. Yeah. Like the song, so I've maybe... got one bee in my pocket. <laughs> but, but that, I don't know. I don't, I don't, maybe only You might be I'm right. Once you, I don't see, the, once I see, you bee. see the bee, you're then probably... you're safe. Right. It's the bee you don't see. Mm. And then, then you just have to go through your whole life afraid. Right. And that's no way to live. It's like The Wire. Yeah. Yeah. What if you read that book, CDB? What is that? William Steig book for children. Oh, yeah. Letter, different sentences with just letters instead of... Ooh. That's fun. That is fun. You what? know, from the author of Sylvester and the Magic Pebble. <laughs> uh, Does this guy think that bee could fly fast enough to catch up in seven blocks? I think he thinks it's stowed away in the car. Fair enough. Sure. And then waited till he was out of the car to in bring the, the fight back. You know, let's say if I, was, if I was a bee, I got into a car... And I wanted to stow away. You know where I would do it? In the bus compartment? <laughs> like the glove compartment, but it's where bees go. Right. That's <laughs> where you keep your Jack Daniels in case you get pulled over. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Got it. The cop has to see you break the seal. <laughs> he watches you break the seal. And our democracy is a lie. I was going to say, in the guy's bonnet. Oh, that's good, too. But bus compartment's fun. Yeah. Yeah, but a bee in the bonnet's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean buzz compartment. That's <laughs> going to be the name of the episode. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> it's got to be. You know what? I think this is an experiment right now. Mm-hmm. If Brian, our producer, is not sitting at the desk, Christian is covering the boards this week. If Brian actually listens to the show before he edits it together and names it, then he's going to call it buzz compartment. If he doesn't, he's going to call it some other shit from the beginning of the show because he only mm. listened to the first 10 minutes mm. to make sure that it recorded okay. He can't stand being around us, even if it's only in his ears. Well, this is a this will be a fun experiment. Just remember, Jordan, Garaba, G, mm-hmm. get help. Yeah. A, yep. assess the situation. Mm-hmm. R, read up on it. <laughs> sure. A, assess the situation again. B, be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. And A, abstinence. Sure. It's a words to live by. It's our. It's our popular slogan that we've had for years. Yeah. Garabba. Legendary slogan. Just remember, if you're ever in trouble, Dan. Yeah. G, yes. get help. Get help. A assess the situation. <laughs> R read up on it. A assess the situation. B be kind to yourself. And A this is the most <laughs> important. Yeah. That's why it's last, because for emphasis. Abstinence. Perfect. For your benefit, yeah. we had a guy call us last week from the stage of his stand-up comedy show, and he had he's like, hey, guys, this is for you. And he had the audience yell something totally incoherent <laughs> that we heard as Garappa. <laughs> I guess we could only assume yeah. that uh, this is some sort of slogan we've had for years that we've forgotten about. I think we're definitely going to – I think we are definitely going to make Garabba t-shirts this summer. Okay. Garabba is the new summer boy as far as I'm concerned. It's the summer of Garabba. I think Brian is designing the t-shirts right now. Terrific. MaxFunStore.com. Mm-hmm. We'll announce them on social media. Yeah. Garabba t-shirts. G, get help. A, ass- assess the situation. Mm-hmm. R, read up on it. A, assess the situation again. B, 
Be kind to yourself. And, of course, the final A, Jordan. It's abstinence. You got it. Grab a grab a shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. You got it. Garabba yourself one of them shirts. Am I right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's going to be a nicer shirt. You better Garabba one. Garabba, baby. <laughs> you know what we're talking about, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christian, play that other call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Um, I have a moment of shame. Uh, I recently called in with momentous occasion about having a threesome, and uh, today I found out that men can get yeast infections. Uh, <laughs> get them, get them, get them. Have a great show, guys. Cool. Got himself a yeasty. <laughs> got, a, got a sweet yeasty. <laughs> you think that means he read about it? <laughs> yeah, we certainly did not abstain. So he forgot that part. Oh man, boys get, boys can get yeasties up in their up in their genitalia. Yeah. Really? That'll make the I mean that'll that'll cause grundle odor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've only ever on. I've only ever participated in two ways, so I've never had one of these yeasties, but mm-hmm. Me too. I think if you had that, I've third only had way. sex via two-way radio. Oh god! Oh, okay. So, like a citizens' band situation. <laughs> yeah, with truckers. <laughs> I only had sex via two-way. Mm. Uh, yeah, I got that. Got that Motorola Skytel. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had sex pushed to talk. You got it. <laughs> you got I've it. only had sex uh, via pager codes. <laughs> uh, well. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, James. Hey, Ineke. Where are you right now? You're in the minority corner. Haven't you been here before? You know what? I think I have. Because you're a woman. And you're a gay man. And we're, we're both, both black. black. And now that we're here in the minority corner, what should we talk about? How about race, gender, and sexuality? Ooh, and we can gossip about celebrities, and I can quiz you on pop culture. Ooh, and we can have guests. We're going to learn, laugh, and play. You know, that sounds a lot like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay, and ladylike. Minority Corner with the K. Check us out. Because the C was taken. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, swollen woke. Danny Van Kirk, hub. You're double. You're swollen woke. Yeah, I've been. Is your wokeness on swole? Here's the thing: is I've been. Concentrating so much on getting swole, I don't think I've been getting woke as often as I should be. Okay, it's, you know it's about swole, swole woke balance. You gotta woke your swole and yeah. swole your woke. Swole is working out. Right? Yeah, and what is woke? It's Just like you're ready to go. Just like being like progressive and thoughtful and oh, okay, you know, but not turnt. Not turnt. Although I am eh, currently. You're kind of L seven. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your reputation. You know what? Swollen woke, out the window. Yeah. Uh-huh. From now on, I'm concentrating on getting turnt and plurnt. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is plurnt a thing, too? I plurnt don't know any of this. It's like when you're turnt at a rave. Really? Yeah. Uh, can I... These all mean something. See, you're These super all... hip because oh, yeah. of your job. All these yeah. your lifestyle choices. Yeah, I mean, I mean my like, general you're lifestyle. You're tuned in to yeah. a lot of sure. things. Jordan watches a lot of MTV. That's mm-hmm. how he's so. Oh, yeah. that helps too. Yeah. It's music television. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, man. I've been working on this bit I've been doing where Daniel I talk about how Dan MTV Kirk doesn't play music. used to play video. Yeah. What's the M stand for? <laughs>
Seems like reality killed the video star. Mm-hmm. Am I right, guys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the story with Kurt Loder? <laughs> he's high, right? Oh, he's got to be high. got to be high. I'm more of a Tabitha Soren kind of guy myself. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Good Rowell. Mm-hmm. I'd plurnt. Plurnt. Never. This is, you are here for the incarnation of that word being introduced into my life. Yeah. Jordan, you got me shook. It's both. It's That's it, a thing? It's not only. To be shook? Like all shook up? Shook is like scared. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's pro. I should have known that one. Yeah. Swollen woke. Uh-huh. Plurnt and turnt. Uh-huh. I'm all this. What about yoked? No, I'm not yoked. I'm more swole. Okay. Yeah. Are we, ta- are we talking about your member? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Why wouldn't we be? <laughs> Just wanted to check in. Yeah. But it wouldn't be Jordan Jesse Go if we weren't talking got about a, your member, got Jordan. a real turnt dong. <laughs> <laughs> My dong is a little more woke. Sure. You're Thank right. you very much. Sure. Plurt. Guess it took all those women's studies classes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you didn't take them. Your dong did. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's just... Men suffer from the dong, suffer from the patriarchy just as much. Sure. Just as much as uh, lady parts do. Sure. But Fleek died. Yeah, yeah I think we, t- we talked about this when Jonathan. Somebody heard Jordan say it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh it's over. It's over. Uh, when we had Jonathan Van Ness on, mm-hmm. he said, and he's an expert. Jonathan Van Ness is a, loves social media. He knows every pose. Okay. To do for your snaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows like 10 different snap poses. Are you guys on snap? And he can just run right through them. Jonathan Van Ness will just, no, Jonathan's on there for me. Are you on it? I'm No, I'm not on it. Me, I'm not either. Yeah. I, I, I took a look at the Snapchat because uh, I don't want to be one of these social media grandpas. Right. You, you don't want to be a- you wanna, Well, you know what plurt is. You are nowhere near- Sure. Uh, At worst, you're a social media uncle. <laughs> yeah. A fun right. one, though. Yeah, very fun. Never married. Unmarried. Right. But, you know, yeah, yep. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Unmarried and unreliable. <laughs> That's Willing yeah. to pass pass a 15-year-old a drink at a wedding. Sure, have like, a sip of my beer. You're my nephew. Try, put Who some cares? hair on your Donna, chest. Donna, relax. He's fine. They're going to do it He's anyway, Donna. fine. We're here with them. Let them go. <laughs> He's not driving. God damn We're it. We're staying in this hotel. Fucking Donna. Yeah, you're that uncle. I am that uncle. Hey, uh... uh Take these keys. Pull my Stang around. <laughs> Can you drive well, <laughs> decently? Probably better than me right now. You know how it works. You play. You love those fucking games. Yeah. Open up the that television game. Open that up. Uh, I looked at Snapchat and I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, this is fucking dumb. My Twitter's better. But I'm like, I I'm willing to accept that this is a party that I am not invited to. Okay. Uh, it is. It's. It's useful for something. Because you're L seven. People. I'm two L seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know what L seven means, and I was embarrassed to say it the first time. L seven, square. See, that's me definitely being that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm okay with like. I'm like okay. I. I. I don't have to hate this, but I also don't need to pressure myself into like doing stuff on it. You know. Right. So yeah. you are saying that you did not show your dick on Snapchat. Isn't that for showing your dick? See, that's the craziest thing. This app started out with just I think so. Nudes. Yeah. Just people Send sending nudes. nudes. And then it transformed into a completely like like family for, fun. Now it's for CNN. Yeah. Yes. Everything. It's for Hillary Clinton to put a dog face on herself. Yes. To appear more relatable. You, I've never seen something go all the way from like 
Not since Tracy Lords has something gone <laughs> from just straight pornographic yeah. material to mainstream. Sure. No, and I think that's a good way to put it. I think it's like if if chat roulette had somehow become useful and relevant. Yeah, and it started it's so off odd to me. purely for jackoffs. Yep. And now it's how tweens tell each other where they're going to be for drug deals. <laughs> yeah. So well, it finally has face. social relevance. Yeah, with the giraffe face. It has meaning. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll, we have to wrap this thing up. I want to say uh, this weekend, which is to say this past weekend as you listen to this program, mm-hmm. Max FunCon. Uh, and as- assuming that everything goes well, Jordan and I are going to be doing a session at Max FunCon that is just Ask Jordan and Jesse Anything mm-hmm. session. Um, did we do it because we didn't feel like preparing content for a session? Yes. Absolutely. That's why we did it. Could it potentially still work out? Unlikely. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> if it does, we're going to put it up as a uh, we're going to put it up as a bonus episode for all the Max Fund donors out there. Max Fund donors, by the way, who are now starting to get their thank you gifts. So, uh, thanks to everybody who's been sharing those thank you gifts. Uh, Max FunCon, <laughs> always a blast, and we're bringing Max FunCon to the East Coast this year. The Poconos, specifically. Um, and uh, if you want more information on that, maxfuncon.com. Uh, you can get your tickets to Max FunCon East right now. It's Labor Day weekend in the Poconos. Uh, we have this beautiful resort. Um, it's right by the place where there's a water park inside of a giant uh, log cabin. Um, no, this, sh- this shit's going to be really fantastic. Jordan's going to be there. I'm going to be there. We got already lots of amazing stand-up comics booked and uh, great podcasts, um, real fraternal-type podcasts, family podcasts. Mm. Max Fun's familyest podcast will be there. Um, I'm not going to say Linda Holmes is going to be there, but <laughs> I'm not not going to say that. Nah. Anyway, it's going to be great. MaxFunCon.com for your tickets right now. Uh, Dan Van Kirk. People, of course, can listen to you on Sklarbroke County. Yep, every Tuesday. Uh, periodically on Sklarbroke Country. Sometimes dropping in, doing a voice. Doing a funny voice, one of your famous impressions. Yeah, and they could also listen to um, uh, Pound Cake. Rory Scovel and I, as most people know, we, re- we reviewed TV for a long time on radio in the 90s, mm-hmm. and we recently got back together, and then due to... Uh, uh, well, I'll just say it, Rory being a fucking prick. <laughs> right. Um, we broke up again. Mm. Right. But due to some legal reasons, we may have to reunite once again or do some solo shows. But people can check that out on All Things Comedy. It's called Pound Cake. We we most recently reviewed 112263, the Hulu uh, series based off Stephen King's book. And then I have my own show, which I would love to have you guys on, called Hindsight. And that's where I have comedians on, and they bring three photos from any chapter of their life, and we just talk about the context of your life when that photo was taken. Hey, well, that's good. That's anytime, yeah. fun. You, anytime you can incorporate photographs into a podcast, <laughs> I agree. It's, you know, it's, it's, gonna it's be... interesting. I was like, I wonder how that'll go. But people either we paint the picture, and then they listen, and and then they go online to see when it drops to see what it looked like, or they'll see the picture and be like, I have to hear this described. Can I ask you guys one of the three staple questions of all podcasts? Yeah. yeah. The three being, have we started yet? Can I cuss? <laughs> and when does this drop? Uh, when does this drop? This will drop on Monday. Okay, great. Uh, July 22nd, I'll be in Houston. And I will have just done a show in Chicago. So if anybody's listening to this and came out to it, thanks. I'm really glad you were there. What are you up to, what are you up to in Houston? you doing uh, stand-up comedy jokes? Yes. Yeah. I'll be doing uh, stand-up. And then I think the Sklars and I... The venue, if, Astrodome? It's... It, yeah. We, well, Minute Maid Park. Got it. Mm-hmm. We're going to see if we can sell it out. 
We'll definitely think, sell out a section. I think you can do that. <laughs> Thanks. I think Maybe you can Six sell Flags Astro World. The the group in Houston called the Secret Group. They're Houston. great guys. They run some festivals there, and they're opening a brand new venue. I do not know the name of it. I think it might be called the Secret Group. Uh, they're opening a brand new venue, and if the Scholars and are there, and I are there on the same day, we'll be doing a live podcast. Uh, Either way, I'll be doing stand-up there. You know you know where that podcast stage is, that hill in center field. Mm. It is? Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. You want the elevation. Good. You need to be able to have everybody I see say you it. go on and do it in the Astrodome. They haven't torn that down yet, right? No, that they still haven't. exists, right? Yeah. 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 So get up in there. That's one of the wonders of the world. It's it's like on your way to where their football field is, and you walk right by, and it just looks like this sad waiting for a Walking Dead scene <laughs> like shoot to happen. There you go. But it's not going to happen unless they change their tax policy. <laughs> we need some production tax credits yes. to get the walking dead into the Astrodome. I agree. Christian Duenas on the boards this week. Our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, all the way in beautiful London, England. Uh, working on television projects. His career much more successful than ours. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hashtag at JJGo on Twitter MaximumFun.reddit.com I hope we all had fun at MaxFunCon this past weekend uh, I have no reason to expect that we didn't God, I hope somebody doesn't like die tragically Ooh, like that, that would be the worst That would be a real Mainly situation. because it would sour two minutes of this podcast like, Get up into the Facebook Maximum Fun group Just ask to join that, we'll approve you Unless you've just joined Facebook less than a month ago then we know you're probably a spam bot and try and sell us foreign eyeglasses. I could use some of those, I guess. Foreign eyeglasses? Mm-hmm. I only buy domestic. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.